Welcome to a new episode of Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. And today's episode, um, this one's kind of fun for me because I really like going off the deep end, all the way down the rabbit hole, talking about astrology. Um, I have my coffee, I have my latte, so we're going to just kind of sit and chat for a little bit. I wanted to talk about the Neptune generations. I've been sitting with this information for a while. Um, I've been just studying Neptune, studying the behavior, studying this current Neptune and Pisces transit, which is so important. Um, Those of you who follow me know that I've posted about this Neptune and Pisces transit that started in 2012. And Neptune has just been kind of lingering like on my heart to discuss. So I started breaking down, you know, the importance of these Neptune generations. And um, there's a lot of insight here. So I wanted to kind of share this episode. To me, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I could go down the rabbit hole. Um, I hope it's super insightful for y'all. But I want you guys to see where we're going as we approach this age of Aquarius and, you know, kind of answer some of the questions for some of y'all that you have about like, where is this new leadership, right? People are always asking like, where's this new leadership? The old regime is dying off. All of our old warriors, especially when it comes to um, the, the black community, we're like, You know, a lot of our civil rights leaders are dying off because of age, you know, rightfully so. A lot of them lived very long lives. Um, But we're like, where does this new leadership come from? And the answer to me is in these Neptune generations. So to me, this podcast episode is kind of like piecing together some stuff for like CSI or Law and Order or whatever. So I find it fun. I hope you guys do too. Um, And I definitely want y'all to kind of message me after this episode. Talk with me about it. Um, I'm also going to be doing a post on medium.com. Like that's, uh, you know, that's written or whatever. So let's kind of jump in. So Neptune itself as a planet, um, it speaks to our spiritualism, our spiritual evolution, um, our own divinity. And likewise, of all these positive things, like our ability to dream and tap in intuitively, right? It speaks to all of that, but likewise, it can speak to our obsessive behaviors, um, our addictive behaviors, um, the way that we create patterns in life based on what we see. Neptune is the ruler of Pisces. And what's important here is that Neptune was, they they discovered Neptune around like mm, 1863-ish, 1864. And when they discovered it, it was already in its home placement of Pisces, right? And so there was a lot of, obviously, at that time, we know what was going on here in America. 
at that time um, was the Civil War was kicking off. Um, but there was a lot of civil unrest and things just kind of changing trajectories as a whole across the globe when it came to colonialism and just a lot of these uh, infrastructures of society, things were changing, right? Um, just all over. And so Neptune uh, was in Pisces the last time around 1864. Now, Neptune stays in a zodiac sign for 14 years. It transits every 14 years. Um, and it does a return which means it goes back to its native sign um, around like every 160 years or so. So this is how we go from Neptune in Pisces in 1864 to coming to Neptune in Pisces in 2012, right? So when you look back around 2012, there was a huge res uh, a huge insurgence of um of of a lot of spiritualists coming around and answering the call um now these things happen in waves consistently people are always answering answering the divine call for their gifts um but there was a huge huge influx of an awakening that kind of began with that 2012 we started seeing a lot more civil unrest just kind of hit a fever pitch, right? Um, and so it's Neptune is going to stay in Pisces straight through 2025. We're going to talk about what happens when Neptune moves into Aries coming up. But I want to kind of give you guys this rundown so you can look at how things have been happening uh, when it comes to spiritual enlightenment, when it comes to people having an understanding of what their purpose is and how that adds to where we are universally as humans, right? So a lot of what Neptune does, like I said, is your, your spiritual divinity. And our spiritual divinity tells us what we're here to do. What is our purpose, right? Why are we here together on this planet, in this little bit of space? What are we here to serve? What are we here to do? So I want to kind of start out um, looking, I'm going to kind of go straight through some of my notes that I have written out because I wrote these out contingent on how my mind kind of looks at things. So the Neptune in Libra generation. Okay, Libra is ruled by Venus, likes things harmonious, likes things kind of balanced, um, doesn't really want to rock the boat, but the, it understands like, look, there's some things going on. These things need to change. Um, and so we're, the Neptune and Libra generation was born between March 11th, 1956 to October 18th, 1956, and then also between June 15th, 57, and August 5th, 57, okay? So we have the Neptune and Libra generation come in. Uh, for all intents and purposes, 1956, that, well, that was the year my mother was born. Uh, she would have been, what, 64, uh, 65 coming up. 
this year or so. Um, and so that's our parents in this lifetime. The Neptune and Libra folks are about uh, 64, 65, right? So these folks um, say that they live a life that says spirituality begets harmony. Um, they are the do unto others generation, even when pushing fairness and partnerships, even when it's to your detriment, they're still like, you know, turn the other cheek, do unto others. Um, they very much wanted things to have this sense of harmony, which isn't, it's, it's not being in denial. It's not living a passive aggressive um, existence. It's like, we have to have people that say, you know, this stuff ain't right though, right? You know, this has to be better. You know, this can be better. It's very ideal. And we need somebody who kind of focuses on that spiritual aspect. So now here's where it starts getting juicy to me. So then we have the Neptune and Scorpio generation. Okay. So watch these dates. So the Neptune and Scorpio generation were born between December 24th, 1955 and March 11th, 1956. Okay. October 18th, 56 to June 15th, 57. And then October 5th, 57 to January 4th, 1970. Okay. So it had that 14 year run. And then again, May 2nd, 1970 to November 6th, 1970. So what we see here is there are times where Neptune is retrograde, but there are also times where Neptune steps back into the previous um, zodiac sign because of its trajectory, but it's not necessarily retrograde during that time. Um, but I want you to look at those dates because look, we have people who are born in 56 that are both a Neptune and Libra and also this Neptune and Scorpio. Okay. So that's the generation of folks who are about, um, if you're looking at 55, December 24, 55 to 56, these folks are uh, 65, 66. Um, and then you also have up to January um, through November of 1970. Okay. So those folks are 50 now. So you're looking at a, a span of people who are between 50 and about 64, 65 coming up this year. Now, why is that important? When you look at the civil rights movement that was huge, more so and hit a fever pitch in the 1960s, they were around eight, nine, 10 years old. So many of them weren't old enough necessarily to go out on the front lines, but it was during their lifetime, made an impression on them. They saw stuff on TV. Maybe their parents worked in the movement, talked about the movement. What is also important about that age group is that a lot of their parents were part of the great migration, their parents or grandparents. And so 
they may have benefited from the fruits of their parents or grandparents migrating from the South. Okay. Um, they may have migrated North migrated West. Um, maybe either heard some of the stories or not heard any of the stories anymore and said, Hey, we're not living this life anymore. I've changed this life for us. This is where we are. Or this is still uh, your, our parents' lifetime where their parents or their grandparents were sharecroppers. Like we're not that far removed generationally. So I want to kind of keep that in mind, um, especially as people of color. If you're not black and you're listening to this podcast, um, it still highly affects you to know that a lot of what I'm talking about um, has to affect the generation because there are a lot of uh, white people or non-people of color who were highly pivotal in the civil rights generation um, and also dealing with um, a lot of like social structure and things like that that happened as well. So gave the dates for the Neptune and Scorpio generation. Now here's this. They are warriors, okay? They are the frontline folks. They are the people who were out actually marching in the streets, organizing. Um, they were very hands-on with stuff, right? So they transformed to do the unthinkable. Um, also with this generation, many family secrets are taken to the grave, um, they were more open to deeper connections spiritually, and they were the ones who helped to start lead the sexual revolution. Um, so as we get into the 70s, we're getting into the indigo children. OK, that late 60s, early 70s, we're getting into the indigo children that were being born that are placed here the Pleiadian star seeds that were placed here to start evoking change that is coming now that will take us into the age of Aquarius. So remember, these are warriors. Scorpio uh, is ruled by Pluto. So lots of transformation, but also has some Mars rulership, which is warrior spirit. So I want you to push pin that and I want you to really remember that about the Scorpio generation and remember those dates, right? So we're basically about 1955, the very end, the last week of 1955 <laughs> to uh, November 1970. That is the uh, no Neptune and Scorpio generation. So Neptune and Sagittarius comes next. Um, so those dates. We get January 4th, 1970 to May 2nd, 1970. So these folks are uh, just turning 50, 51 this year. Um, November 6th, 1970 to January 18th, 84. And then it went retrograde June 22nd, 84 to November 21st, 84. Okay. And so there's a break. So so we're going to talk about who was born uh, between that January and June. That would be the Neptune and uh, Cancer. I mean, Neptune and Capricorn. But we're talking about this Neptune and Sag generation. OK, so these are the creators of the new philosophy. They're the torch carriers. 
They're designed to lead the awakening of the new master teachers through truth and alternative, quote, alternative. It's not even really alternative. It's really leading us back to the essence of where we were supposed to be in the first damn place, right? Getting us back on track. So this is the Neptune and Sagittarius generation. So when you look at the ages here, these are folks who are between about 50, 51 um, to about 37, right? 37, 38. Uh, what 1984 yeah they're 37 or just getting ready to turn 37 this year so when you look at that um there's a lot of change makers in this age group and what I find interesting is that age group has one foot in old technology right so these are the folks who knew what it was like to use a case quarter um, but also have to step into technology. So now we know we, we're part of an age group that has to highly use technology, but we know what life was like to be completely unplugged, right? We're expected to use technology. If you're like 37, it's like, what? You don't have a Facebook? Like what, what's going on? So now we move into Neptune and Capricorn. Okay. So Neptune and Capricorn spends quite a lot of time in retrograde, but it's, it's very interesting when a, when a planet's in retrograde, it's not necessarily negative. It's like they may be more slower to move slower to, to catch up to what the purpose actually is. But when they do catch on, they, they, you know, they, they take it and run with it. So you have January 18th, 84 to January 20, June 22nd, 84. And then you have November 21st, 84 to January 28th, 98. And then uh, more Neptune and Cap is August 22nd, 98 to November 27th, 98. So this spans... From 84 to 98, okay? So kids born in 98 are 23 now. This is huge because this is like your hashtag activist, your hashtag generation. They they don't know nothing about looking stuff up through a phone book. They ain't never really seen, they ain't never seen a phone book. They look everything up online. Everything is at their fingertips. They're completely immersed in um, technology. They don't know anything about dial-up. They don't know anything about getting those CDs in the mail where you use those CDs and you put them in your computer and they gave you a little bit of internet. They don't know nothing about that. Every part of their life at 23 years old is plugged into the matrix every part of their life. Okay. But they're sharing the Neptune and Cap Capricorn generation with people born in 84 who are 37. Okay. So there's a little bridge there. 
So the Neptune and Capricorn generation, they have very concrete principles surrounding organizing the new world order. They rationalize transformation. To them, they want to know what makes sense. They're the ones who organize and do practical things to execute. Um, they're organizers and they do a lot of bringing awareness to things through financial donations. So they're like, this is your GoFundMe generation. Um, this is your, it's my birthday cash at me generation. These things are normal to them. And how they operate. So they're very concrete. It's like do this, it equals this kind of thing. That's necessary though. When we, when we look at how change has to occur. Super necessary. So we get into Neptune in Aquarius. Okay. So Neptune in Aquarius is January 28th, 98. To August 22nd, 98. November 27th, 98 to April 4th, 2011. So we're coming closer to that Neptune and Pisces return. And then it's August 4th, 2011 to February 3rd, 2012. Okay. So our Neptune in Aquarius generation is between 23 years old. And some of them were born in 98 to... Um, about nine years old now, because that February 2012, they're between nine and 10 years old. Okay. They are visionaries. They're humanitarians. They're believers of open thinking and super idealistic. Now look at where that comes in, because most of those kids are the children of the Neptune and Sag generation, right? Because the Neptune and Sag generation is born between 1970 to 84. So this Neptune and Aquarius generation belongs to that Neptune and Sag generation. Those are, those are their parents. So Neptune and Sag, remember creators of the new philosophy, the torch carriers, they're designed to lead awakenings. They're the master teachers. They are birthing these indigo children of the Neptune and Sag generation are birthing the Neptune and Aquarius generation, the visionaries, the humanitarians. Here's a baton. The, the, we were the torch carriers in Neptune and Sag, but we're passing the torch to who? Neptune and Aquarius, right? We're passing, you know, that baton to them. Ideally, these are our kids because we've birthed that generation. We're old enough to birth that generation. Now, they're also, we're coming up to, and, and that Neptune and Aquarius generation is super important because we have to, we're birthing people who are going to take us into the age of Aquarius. I want you guys to go back and listen to the age of Aquarius podcast because I talk about in there how we are moving into that age. We're not quite there yet. When you look at the Zodiac years, we have about a hundred to 150 years to go, but every generation is progressive, right? And 
so if the Neptune and Sag people birth the Neptune and Aquarius visionaries and start teaching them as master teachers, we start teaching them about being humanitarians. What does it mean to actually exhibit love? If we start teaching them that, they are going to know nothing but that eight, nine, 10 years old, right? Even the ones who are 23, they're going to start living that doctrine um, more, you know, like it's going to become second nature to them. And so that's all they're going to know. And it's going to start to change things over. So once we get to that Neptune, and once we get to that age of Aquarius, we are on the right vibration. Now, Neptune and Pisces generation comes in. They're April 4th, 2011 to August 4th, 2011, February 3rd, 2012 to March 30th, 2025. Okay. So these kids are 10 and the rest of them have not been born yet. 2025. They ain't even here yet. For the next three years, the kids who are birthed will be Neptune and Pisces. They are imaginative. They are artists. They, this, this is that renaissance that I'm always talking about. That renaissance that needs to come back. That Harlem Renaissance kind of ideal that comes back. What do artists do? Artists download divine inspiration and they share it with us. They make us see the world around us differently. They give us divine instruction through mediums of artistic expression. They challenge us through their words, through their visionary, you know, through their visual mediums. They challenge us to think and perceive the world around us differently. This is that Neptune and Sag generation, 2012, 2011 to 2025. They're imaginative, they're, art, they're artists. They usher in compassion and spiritual service. They sacrifice being on the front line. They're gonna sacrifice. They're gonna really put themselves out there. This is us creating these art mediums that say, here, look at this. This is that art imitating life or is life imitating art? They're really gonna drive that piece home. Because they have to give us things that make us uncomfortable so we change and get out of being so comfortable with where we're at. Now, coming after that, this is important. The Neptune and Aries generation, okay? They are March 30th, 2025. It's going to go retrograde from October 22nd, 2025 to January 26, 2026, it's going to go retrograde in Pisces. So we're going to go back to those artists, right? But then from January 2026 through the rest of the decade, through 2030, we're going to be birthing the Neptune and Aries generation. Who are they? Aries... Uh, is ruled by Mars, the Neptune and Aries generation, they are warriors and they pick up the baton to lead us in action. They're innovative spirits who ask, how can we maintain newness and not go back to the old? Okay. Um, they are going to take what the Neptune and Sagittarius 
generation, fire and fire. They're going to take what the Neptune and Sagittarius generation wrote out because us Neptune and Sag folks, we are, there, there are certain ones of us who are charged with being the master teachers. I'm not saying every single person born under Neptune and Sagittarius is a master teacher. I'm saying that those of us who come along during that time who have been charged divinely with this gift, this is what we're supposed to do. So that Neptune and Sag generation um, comes through 1970 to 1984. They come through, they birthed these Neptune and Aquarius and Neptune and Pisces kids, right? They birthed these visionaries. These are the rainbow generation. So the indigo kids birthed the rainbow kids, right? And these rainbow kids um, then come through and start kicking ass, right? Then you got this, Neptune and Aries generation who comes through and they're warriors and they say, okay, we got the instructions. Let's go burn all the rest of this down. Cause y'all been working and y'all did a good job and you led us up to here. Now we got to burn all this down to create a better foundation. They're going to work to, to, to set that foundation. Okay. They're going to put in the physical work. To, to set that generation and to set that foundation. Now catch this. There, there, the Neptune and Aries generation, they're going to lean heavily on their ancestral connection to the Neptune and Scorpio generation, which was what? 1955 through 1970. Okay. That's almost a hundred years for them. Almost a hundred years. This is, um, for all intents and purposes, maybe their great grandparents, great, great grandparents, depending on what your generations look like. Right. So they're going to lean very heavily. They're going to be so far removed from the ideas of the fifties in the early seventies. It's going to look almost foreign to them, but we will have done such a great job of recording it through photography there's a lot of photo images of stuff from the 40s, 50s, 30s, 70s on Instagram. So we're going to have done such a good job of recording it that they look at that and say, this part was great. I loved community. Community, that part needs to come back. The rest of that has got to go. And so they're going to really take the baton. They're going to pick up from the warriors who were the Neptune and Scorpio generation that we shall overcome generation, that generation that, that saw the boycotts through the generation that fed their own, the generation that worked through the green books, the generation that, you know, said we're going to, you know, buy black owned that they're going to pick up the baton from that generation and move forward with everything that we need to set the foundation, which I find super exciting because when we look at it, let's say they're born in 2030. By 2060, they'll be 30 years old, right? By 2060, us Neptune and Sag people will be uh, like between like late 80s almost a hundred years old for some of us, those 1970s people. 
everything's going to look so different. Everything's going to look so different because we will be, you know, steeped into living the life that is to come with this age of Aquarius, right? So the thing is, when everybody does their part, when everybody comes together and actually stays in their lane and does their part, this is what's so beautiful about all of this, is that we make things better for those who come after us, okay? We make things better for them. We lay the foundation for them. So that's what I talked about in the Age of Aquarius um, podcast is that a lot of what we're doing now has nothing to do with us. And it has everything to do with creating and laying foundations for the people, for our generations that are coming after us, because we have to clear the pathways for our descendants. We're always talking about ancestral stuff because we're looking back, but we don't really talk about our descendants and the fact that we will be the ancestors. We're like, oh, we are the new ancestors. But what does that mean? That means that we have to do something to set the stage for the people that are coming after us. What does that look like? Well, this Neptune layout gives us the information that we need to tell us what we need to do to move forward. And let me say this, and I'll reiterate this because I say this in all the podcasts. You do not have to be charged with having a divine uh, spiritual gift, as in being a psychic or uh, being a master teacher or any of those gifts to do what your gift is. Everybody has a job. Everybody's here with a purpose. If your job, let me tell you something. And I give this example all the time. My fourth grade teacher Mr. Dunbar, he is the one who told me that I was a writer. He's the one who took paper, folded it, stapled it in the binding and said, write your name on the front, write by Tamara McAlpin, which was my maiden name. So I wrote that and that was the first time I saw my name with the byline. He said, just like you pick up all these books that I see you reading in class, somebody's going to read your writing. This is what you do. He told me at nine years old, that's who you are. Go do that. Writing has always been the one thing that I never took classes for, but I was always innately good at. And he was right. Writing, I'm a scribe. You know, that's a huge part of what I do. And had he like I would have gone into it had he not told me that but he highlighted that and I'm 42 and I hear him in every single thing that I write because he told me that and that sat with me he told me how my love of words would be something that I get paid for so people will pay to read what you write you're good he was a fourth grade teacher and Him being fourth grade teacher for so many of us changed our lives to the point where we're in our 40s now. And when we think back on him, it still brings tears to our eyes how much he cared and how much that one year in his class changed our lives. He changed so many of our lives. I often think, What if he thought being a fourth grade teacher wasn't important? 
He's a black man who was pivotal in so many of our lives. What if he thought being a fourth grade teacher wasn't enough? My God. Your gift is what your gift is. You are here to do that. And it is enough. It's who you're supposed to be. It's who you're designed to be. If God designed you to be that, why would it not be enough? It's crazy to think that. Your mind, your ego is thinking, oh, it has to be more. It has to be exactly what God made you to be. Period. Stop measuring yourself against other people. Because I just laid these whole generations out. And there's work to do. There's work to do. You're supposed to be there. If you're supposed to be that fourth grade teacher like Mr. Dunbar, you better get your ass up every day and inspire these kids. It's necessary. You got to show up every day. We don't forget the teachers that changed our lives. We don't forget that. That's not small. It's large. It's huge. You infuse things into people. It's powerful. Whatever your gift is supposed to be. And I just use that example because sometimes I have people who are designed to teach and they're like, oh, it's not good enough. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You don't have to be a rock star in order for you to 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 just inspire people every day. You, you get up and you choose how you inspire people. You get up and you choose how you bless other people every single day. You have to choose to be yourself and choose to walk in your gift. It doesn't have to be televised or be major where everybody sees it. It just has to be. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm going to be writing it out and posting it on medium.com. But I wanted to put this episode together so it'll be in the links by the time I write it out. I thought this Neptune information was super, super um, interesting to me. I have some stuff written down for the other planets and their generations. But I think we need to move forward with having this understanding about how things are working and where things are going. Because I think we're so bogged down with you know, trying to fix things in the here and now, which is great for mindfulness, but we also have to be very, very mindful that we are setting the stage for everything that's to come. And we should be excited by that. So thanks for tuning in today to Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. Please stay tuned for other episodes. And if you haven't, go back in the archives and check out some of the stuff that I have taped before.